0: Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. How are you today? I'm doing great. Doing great. Uh, Got a few things done
1: uh, this past week, so I'm feeling quite accomplished.
0: (laughs) Yeah, same. We did a lot of work on our house this week as well. Great. Did you see that thunderstorm last night? I
1: did. We were actually driving in it uh, uh, briefly and um, it was incredible. The light, we don't get lightning storms that often around here. And it was fascinating.
0: I agree. It It was beautiful.
1: Yeah. Beautiful. There we go.
0: We did. We had our windows pull, like the curtains pulled so we could watch it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was out of the ordinary. I I understand certain parts of the Valley really got a lot of, a lot of rain. I can't say that we got that much, but
0: yeah. So before we start our topic today, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, do you ever watch the news and think like, how did those people get themselves in that position or like, <laughs> could that ever happen to me? And yeah. I mean, I'm talking like stories from, you know, people being like chased by crocodiles or something in Florida to like what politicians are doing. Like, Actually. do you ever think like, could that Oh happen? yeah.
1: Yeah, I there was a story recently of a of an older woman, you know, being you know killed by, by an alligator or crocodile, whatever it was that crawled out of the swamp in Florida. And I thought to myself, Oh my God, could that have happened to me? Could I have been walking across that? You know, like in the what would I have done? You know. So yeah, yeah I know. I know exactly. You kind of you kind of try on what what you're hearing on the news and going almost like, Am I that? unsafe in my world that that could have happened to me
0: right you know right or how did things escalate so far before yeah. they got to that point that they're on the news for this
1: yes yes and I for the most part I think and I think a lot of us think oh that would never happen to me you know right. because you're judging what's what you know like many times I turn to Bill my husband and say oh I would have left far before we got to that point you know <laughs> I would have I'd be the first one out the door or, you know what I'm saying? There's so many things I can't relate to, but the essence is there. The question is uh, as an astrologer, meaning what's going on in their chart that would create that type of scenario, but even better question for astrologers is what is in the natal chart that even suggests that storyline could even, you know, take shape.
0: Right. So before we get into that, um, just like one of the memories that I have from my childhood is like, if we were asking you to do something that maybe was like kind of questionable, Mm -hmm. you would like respond and say like, if I ended up on the news because something bad happened, like I wouldn't be able to justify this. So no, you can't do that.
1: It was, I mean, I don't know, good or bad, that was the kind of the measure I made that after the, you know, whatever it was, if you can go to this party, can you go here? Can you do that? And I always go, okay, what if something went wrong on this? And could I justify just to myself, number one, but heaven forbid on, on camera, you know, that channel that, <laughs> that I had made good decisions and wise choices. And so, yeah, that, that idea of, you know, I didn't want that to be liable, so to speak. Yeah.
0: Well, I still use that to this day, wondering really? if I had to end up on news and someone heard this headline, yeah. would they be like, "They're an idiot. They should have done X, Y, Z, or they shouldn't have done that."
1: But I'm very happy. Well, that's very sweet <laughs> that you say that you that you you inherited or that you're choosing at this point, at least to to live by that. I think it keeps you out of a lot of
0: trouble. Yeah, but, I agree. Yeah. I mean, not trouble, but just problems. <laughs> right. So if we get into today's t- to today's topic about, you know, what is in the natal chart that kind of promises some of these crazier storylines that we see, we thought we would dive into a couple people that are very prominent in the news right now. And we're going to be talking specifically about their moons. And I, you know, I did think this was a good topic, especially leading up to our moon class that we have um, this Saturday, August 20th. We still have a few spots left. Um, It'll be via Zoom and we'll use your birth chart to talk about your your chart and hopefully you can learn some new things. And I thought today's talk would maybe give some great examples of what you can learn about your moon because a lot of our conversations for our class is not going to be like your moon's in Gemini. So you're blah, blah, blah. You know, we're going to be yeah. talking about where, it, how it aspects in your chart. When did it get activated in your life? What kind of lifelong themes do you have because of that moon? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and
1: that, what, that was key, what you said,
0: Kate, the aspects to it. Because today
1: yeah. we're going to be talking about two famous women in the headlines that have Saturn squaring their moon natally. And we're exactly. going to talk about some of their storylines. Uh, so it would be fascinating if someone has a Saturn square moon, Saturn opposed moon, or, or we could move up to Pluto, squaring the moon, opposing the moon. This is going to really create some very specific type of themes in that person's life. And not just once, it's a repeating theme. So yeah, the class is going to be, I'm no doubt for some people, it's going to be mind blowing when they realize what, this, what their natal chart is promising them. And, and of course they will be able to see it. They'll have, Oh my God. Yes. That makes sense. But guess what? Then they can project it out. They can see it. And once you see the pattern, you just deal with it far better. Right.
0: I just drew okay. a blank on what uh, I was well, going to say. I had well, uh, it. And then I got like, plenty to say here. Was I, I, gonna I was going to say. say
1: are two people, two women that we're talking about today are Liz Cheney, She's a congresswoman from Wyoming, but she's more known at this point for being on the January 6th committee. She has been very outspoken as a Republican against the Trump uh, whole everything about the Trumps, but uh, she has taken her stance. And it's been shocking because she was considered a very conservative Republican. So she's broken out. That's how she's kind of known today. Uh, And we're going to talk about Brittany Griner. The WNBA, a player who is now serving nine years of, I think, hard labor or you know, prison in Russia. Uh, how do these women get themselves in these
0: positions? Yeah, I, mean, um, I, I remember what I was going <laughs> oh, to say, just oh, yeah. that um, when we say natally, just if anyone's listening, that oh. is very new to astrology. We're talking mm-hmm. about where the planets were when you were born. Uh, that would be considered your natal chart. That does not change you know, of course, in predictive astrology, we talk about where the planets now in relation to where the planets were when you were born. And so when we say natal, that's what gives us those lifelong themes, because we can't go back and change where those planets were. So yeah, Yeah. that goes in nicely with what you were saying, we're going to talk about these two um, women who both natally in their charts have Saturn squaring their moon.
1: And just the first words, I don't know what first word pops into your head. When I see someone with Saturn squaring moon, I think immediately, oh, they're going to have, they're going to make key separations in their life, Mm
0: -hmm. maybe
1: more dramatic ones, ones that really alter their lifestyle. It's one thing, let's just say for someone to break up with a, you know, a a relationship of five years. That's one thing. But a Saturn moon, these are major breakups. They're major shifts in their lifestyle that are going to occur. And again, kind of repetitive here, but Liz Cheney and Brittany Griner both have them.
0: Right. It's when not- I see Saturn square moon, the first thing that I think of is issues with authority.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: Um, yeah. Denial of home comforts. Mm hmm. Um, You know,
1: you have a very wide kind of, you know, some people would say it's not a square, but you personally, and, you know, I think business in the home, um, that's one. And both you and Tyler have a Saturn moon, you know, widely uh, in your chart. And I thought, you know, your dad was teaching lessons in the home. I was the phone, the phone, the the family phone line for a while was the business line. Mm -hmm. So you two were immediately exposed to two parents running businesses out of the home. Right. You know, being quiet when people came for lessons and things like that. So again, in hindsight only, my apologies, you know, we (laughs) robbed some of the home comfort from you.
0: I don't really feel like that. And
1: you saw us working, you know, you saw us, this is what we're doing. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like, oh yeah, we're all laying in front of the TV set and just having a good time always. So again, that's just an example. It's not a terrible thing. No,
0: but like you said, ours are very wide. Yes. I mean, right. Very wide. These two that we're talking about today are exact. So if you know your natal chart, um, if you have Saturn and the moon making a 90 degree angle to each other or opposing each other, you might really relate to some of the interpretations that we're going to give today. Um, and I also think it's very interesting, you know, when we're working with Saturn because Saturn, well, I mean, most planets are right there. They have a cycle but Saturn cycle happens frequently enough that it's pretty easy to go back and say, okay, what happened seven years ago? What happened 14 years ago? What happened 28 Mm -hmm. years ago? And to be able to really track how Saturn activates your life. yeah. So if you have natally Saturn squaring the moon every seven years, transiting Saturn is setting this off.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And these two that we're talking about today Liz Cheney and Brittany Griner their storylines right now they are challenging or having to deal with some of the most powerful people authorities in the world so when you said oh Saturn moon I think of clashes with authority <laughs> yeah they're doing it in different ways right Liz Cheney is challenging an authority figure mm-hmm And Brittany Griner is being subjected to, you know, a foreign government dictating one thing. And she's looking, looking back at her country, the U.S. Saturn moon is oftentimes, oh, I guess I don't matter. I guess I don't belong. I guess I'm not that, that that important. Right. That there hasn't
0: been a quicker resolvement of her case yet. Right. So if we dive a little bit more into Liz Cheney's chart, um, I think we want to look at, you know, maybe her seven-year cycle, like what she was doing seven years ago.
1: You know, I want to insert just for a moment here, Liz Cheney is, uh, there's a, a, a primary tomorrow, Tuesday the 16th in Wyoming, and all the polls are already suggesting that she is going to lose to another candidate who is backed by Trump. Hmm. So, unless she pulls out a miracle, of course, it suggests that she's probably going to lose the primary, so she'll lose her house seat. She won't even be able to run in the November election.
0: Okay.
1: But, um, but you fascinating thing you said. But what happened seven years ago? Just a simple thing. Seven years ago, um, you know, uh, Liz Cheney was definitely on the conservative side, and she came out against same-sex marriage. She went public. She went on a television interview. Uh, you know, while running for, for the Senate in Wyoming uh, and said that she's anti, you know, legislation that's going to support same-sex marriages. Well, her sister, Mary Cheney, is gay and she is married with children. So that's just hard to even think about. Yeah. The repercussions in the family that that had. So that was a Saturn squaring a moon. She has it natally. It got set off seven years ago. And all of a sudden we had a rift in the family and the bottom line, Liz basically turned on her own. She turned on her sister or some people might say she turned on her family. Right. Now, there's been a lot of gossip stuff written about them. You know, I, I don't know where their current relationship stands, you know, but I do know they've made some progress to some constant reconciliation. But still, the point is that was seven years ago. Yeah.
0: Well, it's interesting because Liz's moon rules her third house of siblings. So the idea of separation or loss through a sibling is it's promised, like we said, it's promised in the natal chart.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah, we're going to be clear here. It's not that we know the storyline. Oh, it's because it's going to be, you know, sister is gay. No, we don't know. You know, we're not going to go that deep. Yeah. But we know there's going to be friction, there's going to be separation between that and a sibling. So if we fast forward to today, what's the headline? The headline is Liz Cheney is
0: turning on her fellow Republicans. Mm-hmm. Is that wild? That is. <laughs> well, and you know, we talk, we talk about Saturn being like that authority, right? Or yeah. the rules and the moon is the emotions. And I don't know if we maybe said that, that the emo- the moon yeah. is the comfort Mm -hmm. And most people like to sit in that comfort, right? They like to enjoy being part of the family or being part of something bigger. But when you have Saturn, which is a very serious planet, Mm -hmm. making that hard aspect to that planet or luminary of comfort, it's almost like they're more comfortable, which I know sounds a little bit weird because it would, I can't imagine that Liz is like just comfortable with this. Right, but, oh, yeah, you know that or that she has these disruptions that kind of takes out that comfort of just belonging,
1: oh yeah, it, it makes her should make her very insecure, right, and that's one of the dangers saturn moon on the on on the on the lowest level sometimes can harden a person's perspective and make them more rigid about things i'm right and you're wrong. And but it also suggests it reflects how they're taking extreme steps to protect their territory or to maintain their world. Yeah. Now, Liz has been famously quoted here as saying something about if the cost of standing up for the Constitution is losing the House seat, then that's the price I'm willing to pay. So she is dead serious here under this. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. And she knows that she, you know, she may be out of a job, so to speak. Wow. I think the other thing that's really interesting in Liz's chart, again, another thing that would substantiate her storyline today is she has five planets sitting in the third house.
0: Hmm.
1: Now, that means it translates basically that that individual, whoever we were looking at that had that would say, oh, they question people, they question the law, they question the teacher, they question those in power. In olden days, we'd call them a heretic, right? That they were so brave to to question God or the king or, in this case, Donald Trump. You know, yeah. so we're trying to take the we're not trying to get into the politics of it. We're trying to just put a story here that she will challenge people at times that other people say might say, "Liz, sit down and be quiet." Right? She's right. going to stand up and do this.
0: Yeah. And what I think is very interesting so far about our talk is we haven't mentioned once what sign her her moon sits in that's true right no we've we have talked about what house it's coming from um but we haven't even mentioned the sign and so you know not that that couldn't add another layer to it but it's just it's fascinating i just think it's so fascinating especially just like learning more and more about astrology is you know, it's, it's so hard to boil everything down to just, oh, I'm a Scorpio son. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. if you don't think you there's more it. that you can learn about yourself or even, um, you know, other people based on the natal chart, it was just, this is a side story, but just the client that I had this morning, mm-hmm. she just kept laughing throughout the consult because she just oh. said, I can't believe you can see these things in someone's chart. Because it was just such mundane things that we're talking about. We weren't talking about a breakup. We weren't talking about moving. We weren't talking about launching a new business, right? Right. It was just very mundane things. And she's just like, that's wild that a chart could tell you that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, I know I kind of went off on a tangent there. No, no,
1: that's good. No, that's wonderful. I mean, I just, it's just so interesting. She does have a Sagittarius moon and Sagittarius is very principled. Mm -hmm. What's right, what's wrong, what's moral, what's immoral. So she did that road moral immoral seven years ago with with gay marriages. Mm -hmm. And here we are seven years later. And she's talking about, uh, you know, uh, morality, basically, you know, about in politics in leadership. Right. So this is something she will go to the cross for. And again, there's a, we could go on because there's more interesting things about it, but we won't, I I don't want to complicate it right now. So let's just keep it simple here that um, what's going on on top of this repeating energy is Mars. We've spoken the last two weeks about Mars going into Gemini. It's going to be there for seven months. It's going to create some chaos. And for Liz Cheney's chart, Mars kind of, well, have you ever seen, have you ever watched 4th of July fireworks, and then someone accidentally sets off a whole box, you know, or three or four of them at the same time. They don't mean to, but all of a sudden, a bunch of them start popping at the same time, and it's kind of scary, but it's also beautiful. I mean, it's amazing (laughs) what happens. Well, that's what's happening. Her Charts kind of exploding because Mars is going to hit that Saturn moon square, and it's going to hit Uranus, it's going to hit Pluto, and she's just going to be on spire. Now, if this was just a one and done story, we'd say, "Oh, something's happening here in the next sixty days. Watch for it, Liz." Well, it probably could be the election, right? Number one, but it goes out for seven months, so there's something more to her story. Yeah, particularly if she loses on uh, Tuesday, as as everyone is predicting, then what is she going to do? And this is the hot rumor. <laughs> now I say rumor, but you know it's it's obviously a lot of uh, prominent. sources are quoting that saying there's she's going to regroup and form an exploratory committee to seek out the presidency particularly if trump runs she wants to run against trump she wants to take him on oh my gosh so that would explain the seven month energy true something like that because that would take some time to put together and test the waters and all that stuff yeah interesting so did we prove our point saturn squares moon natally so this idea of going up against the, uh, the, uh, organiz- the organization, the government in her case, going up, challenging, looking at the law, trying to get a judgment on whether that was, uh, you know, uh, legal or illegal. It, it, it's, it's a natural outgrowth of that Saturn moon square.
0: And I think the the coolest part about this is like uh, uh, in our class this weekend, or like when we're dealing with clients yeah. one-on-one, you know, we just went back seven years and in, in this example to 2013, but like, if mm-hmm. we had this client in front of us, we could be saying, Hey, Liz, what happened at seven? What happened at 14? Oh. Oh, what happened yeah. at 28 years old? Because she's been living this energy out since she was yeah. little. Like this didn't just start. Once she became famous, that's right. right, that she could have cha- maybe challenged a parent um, because, again, mm-hmm. because they natally square. That's why I can do seven fourteen twenty eight. 28. That wouldn't obviously right. yeah. apply to everyone. Yes. It um, would. Unless you have Pluto squaring the moon. Right. Um, natally. Um, but this isn't anything new. So if we go back to kind of the question that we posed when we started the podcast today about. When, you know have you ever looked at someone on the news and said holy crap like <laughs> could that happen to me mm-hmm. yeah i mean it has it, it hasn't happened before like yeah. what are those reoccurring themes that you have in your life and if you haven't had anything like that no the likelihood of you ending up on tv yeah. <laughs> or something like that is probably going to be <clears throat> not going to happen
1: yeah yeah it's not going to happen well let's let's move on to brittany griner because Talk about just look at the story. Same thing. She has Saturn Moon square in a chart. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know, I think everyone knows that her future now lies in the hands of Biden and Putin. You know, she's really out of control on some level. She really can't do much herself. Yeah. Uh, she's in uh, prison for cannabis possession for nine years in Russia. So let's just just a little bit background. Maybe you know she came kind of from, from a rough childhood. She was bullied. You know, she has a little bit more masculine look. So the kids took it, you know, that weren't yeah. kind to her. Yeah. She was kicked out of her family home by her father. That's a Saturn moon story. Excellent. Separation from home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She went separation
0: into- from comforts.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah. She. I think she lived with a coach for a while. And when that happened, you know, so uh, then she went to Baylor University, which is, you know, a really kind of elite Texas private. Baptist University was there four years her career just exploded but in hindsight she now says openly that they really forced her into the closet A uh and the big the big hurrah the big issue there at Baylor was she took a girl out on Valentine's Day for a date and the coach approached her and said she could not do that that she we they had a an agreement with her that she would not lead with her personal life in a public manner. That's amazing. That's
0: really, yeah. That's really unfortunate.
1: Oh, beyond that's- it's tragic actually that she had a whole series of all these things being bullied. That's a Saturn moon kicking out of your house. That's a Saturn moon uh, not being able to be openly who you are. That's a Saturn moon.
0: Exactly. Cause Saturn, r- Saturn rules, or codes right Mm -hmm. but like what are you allowed to do and then again it's squaring the the moon which is the comforts so it's like she had rules around who she could love how she could display affection yeah had rules around it Mm -hmm. very Mm -hmm. very sad
1: so if we do the seven year thing with her seven years ago she uh, uh kind of admitted guilt and she got a plea deal on an assault and disorderly conduct charged against her, uh, involving her girlfriend slash wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure. And I, I do that because I'm not sure if they were married yet, or if they had been married or just still engaged, you know, I so that's okay. why I'm throwing them two in together there. Right, um, right. and, uh, the charges would be dropped as long as she completed a counseling program, which she did. Okay. So seven years ago, basically the law yep, was involved. coming for her, yep. right? Mm -hmm. out of her control, they were sitting there saying, well, this is what we're going to do to you. And this is your options. Uh,
0: Does that give us hope then that she could get off?
1: Well, that's what I'm thinking because one thing about her chart. So she has a Saturn moon, but we also know that she's got a whole bunch of planets in the 12th house. And that is oftentimes a miracle. The little miracle, I can tell you, I don't know if you've had this experience, Kate, but when I deal with clients with like four planets in the 12th house, I say to them, I bet you have stories that people don't believe. Mm -hmm. They can't believe that you got out of that situation, that you survived, that you were able to get your money back. And they all tell me crazy stories of like, if you heard anyone in the situation go, oh, that's a gone, that's a loss. Whoa, that's terrible. And they come out of it. So I think just
0: to expand on, on that, I think yeah. it's like a curse and a blessing yes. because I- how the heck did they get themselves in these positions in the first place? <laughs> that's kind right. of the curse of it. Like yeah. what? But then the miracle is, oh, but they survived, but they got out, but they came out on top. So I do think they have to maybe see some hardships or, you know, they see the darker side of life, but they get through it. Um, Almost kind of like a Teflon. I think that you like to use the word to describe it where it doesn't stick. Yeah. It it doesn't stick to them. They had to go through it. They had to feel the heat of it, but it doesn't stick.
1: Doesn't stick. That 12th house, which she has so much focus on is basically the house of imprisonment in olden days. Twelfth house meant oh you're in prison <laughs> you know like when you play monopoly go to jail go directly to jail do not you know did not collect your money just go to jail that was that that used to have a very simplistic interpretation but it means sometimes the idea of sacrificial acting in a sacrificial way oh i feel i'm tired i don't feel well but i'm still going to go do that for them sacrificial mm-hmm. like that, which of course, who doesn't love that type of person, right? You They're know. always there for her. And and again, if you've read a little bit about Brittany, she's very much into the team mm-hmm. to her fellow players. Uh, and I could throw in, even though the U.S. government told her not, they advised her not to go to Russia, not to return to Russia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she went anyhow, because she said, I can't let, I can't let my team down and I can't let all those little girls that are fans of the sport, well, I can't let them down in Russia. Oh, so it's really sweet. Yeah, you know, very I'm sure. I, I wonder if she would. What she's thinking now, but um, so yes, the bottom line is this: she does have a theme of imprisonment. She has an internatal chart or exactly. suppression, and I could just sum it up maybe by saying this: if you listen to what we said, you know. She was suppressed by her mother because when she told her mother she was gay, she said, do not tell your father about this. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's a big thing to throw on a kid. Don't tell your father. Again, um, rules, U-
0: rules, rules around how she can love. Right. Yeah. How she can you, feel. Right. The U.S.
1: government warned her, do not return to Russia.
0: Mm.
1: Baylor University told her, you cannot go out on dates with women. Right. Right. So suppression, suppression is a theme and, and beautifully, I've read a couple of great articles on her. say, you know, she's gone through the school of hard knocks, but somehow she has flourished. I mean, she's very, very, very successful woman.
0: Right. But that's that 12th house influence. The 12th house. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So, and I do think one more thing about the 12th house is that, you know, it's oftentimes a lot of. Uh, Social movements come out of it, like Mother Teresa is associated with the 12th house, this idea of people who, who raise important issues. And I thought, well, by being in Russia, people are now looking, well, if that was a famous basketball, men's basketball player, (laughs) that wouldn't be happening. Mm -mm. Probably would have him back by now. Right. 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 So it is pointing out some inadequacies. Absolutely. Absolutely
0: well, okay, I, so the line, I
1: can want to throw in some good news, just reinforcing we we i am optimistic for Brittany um, that Mars and Gemini interestingly it's going to um in October it's going to hit the cusp of her ninth house and it's going to go retrograde right there on that um mm-hmm. at the cusp of her ninth and uh, for that, I think will be in her favor so uh again six weeks from now. but <laughs> Right. I'm sorry about that.
0: But, but we talked about, you know, people are already seeing the story. Yeah. Especially if it's sitting somewhere very prominent in the chart. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So there we have the thing of, you know, things we, some people do have crazy, crazier things happen in life more so than somebody else.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I think I like, I really like the example we gave today of Saturn, just because that's so much easier to track, you know, like Pluto moves that only happens every like 37, 38 years. So you do have to be a little bit older to start Mm -hmm. seeing that pattern, Um, you know, and most of us are only lucky enough to go through that twice just because of how long humans live. Mm -hmm. Um, But Saturn moon is just a great example to see it happening over and over again in those seven year increments. And You know, even just something else we should say is even if you don't have um, Saturn squaring your moon natally, you know, every seven years, Saturn is making some sort of aspect to our sun or to our moon. So it's just really cool, I, you know, when I get clients on the phone who are willing to share what happened and, you know, sometimes just hearing like the aha moment with them on the phone. They're Mm -hmm. like, no way. They're like, I'm going through that list you just said. And they're like, I moved in 91. I moved in 2014. And they're like, I'm planning to move now. And it's like, they know it's going to be good because their natal chart has promised or has shown that it was good all those other years. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And if you do have some, something harsh in your natal chart, pretty much we all have. And I sometimes now in my, I'm looking for what's the weakest point in the chart. What's the weakest thing that's going to set off a little bit of crises every time it gets, you know, uh, activated in the chart? So simply it's a kind of a, a well, it's a very effective way um, of looking at it. But anyhow, if you haven't have it natally, a stressful point, uh, you can, it's, when, when it gets hit off, it's going to create a little bit of a crisis each time. Right. And um, anyhow, so my hats are off to Brittany mm-hmm. and to Liz Cheney because we know it can't be easy. Absolutely. But they have, they are working. I like to think for this way. They are working on this. It's something maybe if you believe in reincarnation, uh, maybe they've come into this life to hone this quality, to learn, to handle it. Right. And usually the older we get, the the better we handle it. And that's a generality,
0: but. It's- I agree with that. Well, it's like getting on a bike, you know, like yes. the first couple of times we get on it, that can be kind of harsh because it's so unknown. But you get on it again. It's oh, I've been here before. Okay, you know, like yes. this is a this is kind of familiar. Right. So I I do as well. Think it gets a little bit easier, right? So that is going to finalize our talk today on uh yeah natal squ- Saturn square Moon. Um, we hope that maybe you learned something about your chart. Maybe hopefully too. Maybe it gave you just some relief knowing that <laughs> maybe you won't end up on the news in case your minds think <laughs> the way that ours do. <laughs> And um, if you are interested in learning more about your moon, we do highly encourage you to sign up for our class happening um, again, August 20th. You can find uh, the link to purchase the tickets on my website or my mom's, uh, which will be linked in the podcast notes. Yeah. And, and you know what? I mean, that's we're talking this coming Saturday. So yes. best right. get on it. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And uh, we look forward to talking to you guys next week.
1: Okay. Take care.
0: Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.